There are business leaders that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They're elevating their businesses, teams, and themselves to add more value. And so can you. Welcome to the Chris Cooper Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. If you were looking for ways to elevate success while contributing to a better world, you'll want to listen in for the next hour. Now here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper and a huge welcome to the Business Elevation Show on Voice America. Uh, another exciting show for you today with a wonderful guest in Janisha Allura. And we're going to talk about empowering women in business. And I have to say, I'm slightly ashamed that we're 351 unique episodes now into the series. Uh, and uh, I've never had a dedicated show on, uh, on empowering women. So I'm really, really pleased to be doing that now. And although we've talked about it, I guess, a number of times over over the years. So but before we talk to Janisha, I'd love to say a big thank you to my wonderful guest last week. Sue Richardson joined me for the second occasion. It had been four years since I last interviewed her. And we talked about, about books, about uh, writing the right book and about the world of publishing and I talked about hybrid publishing and how to go about doing that. So if you're one of these people, we probably all have a book in us. Um, who um, want to write a book, then I would recommend that you listen to that show uh, with a pen and paper, make notes. You can also go back into the archive, which is very valuable for sort of four years ago, and listen to uh, what uh, Sue had to say then. But Sue is one of the, the four most experts in my network, certainly in the UK, that I always recommend people talk with because she's uh, high integrity, uh, she's hugely experienced, and she's just a lovely, lovely person and uh, is full of wisdom and knowledge on how to do that. Um, so I would recommend you do that. Um, writing a book is quite, uh, it's, it's, it's challenging, it's complex. I know from my own experiences of doing that and getting published and if you can go and start that process with some knowledge and wisdom um, to do that then I would recommend you just take an hour to listen to that one so um, thank you very much um, for um, listening to the show I'm, I'm just astonished every time I look at the listener numbers to, to see how many thousands and thousands of people have been listening to the show all over the world we access over 50 countries every month and uh, just want to say it's an absolute privilege and uh, pleasure to do this and also just to say that when I do get messages from people who who talk to me about shows and uh, their thoughts and feelings I really appreciate it feel free as well if you've got questions that you want to ask and, and want answered uh, then you know that you might find that uh, results in a specific show uh, sometime in the future that is just aimed at helping you with exactly what you need. Alternatively, I may share some thoughts and ideas on the show that may may be of assistance. So do keep um, do keep writing in to Chris at chriscooper.co.uk. So, are you looking to attract clients online, get recognition, build a brand, make a positive impact in the world? Um, are you wanting to, um, as a woman, but I know this interview is going to be hugely beneficial whether you're, you're male or female today, are you looking to really, really step forward, really make a huge difference, and not only to, being add, to adding to your bank account, but making a huge contribution to the world? Well, my guest, Janisha Allura, is a renowned expert at helping women to do just that. Uh, she's former Miss Singapore, um, the first uh, Miss Singapore, Miss uh, anybody that we've had on this show before, which um, is going to be fascinating to find out about. And she's also Southeast Asia Woman of Excellence back in 2010. She's the founder of Soul Witch Woman. That's the number one female entrepreneur network in Southeast Asia that connects more than 200,000 women across the region with presence in seven countries. 
She's a recipient of International Progressive Women Award 2019 by Aesthetics International, the Council for Progressive Women, and the Iconic Influencer 2019 Award. Janice has gone through highs and lows, though, of being a business owner. Her epic journey from being in a six-figure debt to making her first million fueled her passion to empower women to do just the same. She's been profiled in CNBC and China Daily. Uh, she's a globally renowned speaker and leading women's empowerment expert with over a decade of experience speaking on some huge stages around the world. So let's have a, a conversation and find out about Janisha's story and what we can learn uh, about um, Janisha being a very empowering uh, woman and how that can help you and her tips and thoughts to uh, you know, build your business and make the kind of impact that you want to. So a big, wish, a big welcome to Janisha Lura. Hey, Chris. Thanks for having me on your show. You're very welcome. I'd like to say a, a thank you to you for actually being on the show at what is now 11 p.m. at night in Singapore. So um, congratulations. <laughs> thank you for doing that. Do you often do interviews at this time of night? Usually, usually yes. with, it's like uh, different time zones. Yeah. Uh, so, do you have to do any sort of special, um, sort of sort of uh, rituals or anything to keep yourself alert at that time of night, or does it come natural now? Um, I'm I'm actually an early riser, so usually by this time I'm a little bit tired. But I believe that when you have a purpose, it just keeps your heart beating, and you know you are excited about that message that you want to share out there. So, to me, it's not that much of an issue at all. That's a lovely answer. So, well, thank you. So, tell me a little bit about life growing up in Singapore and what that was about, and you know, maybe how you discovered that purpose that you just referred to. When I was 14 years old, I had to support myself through school. Um, it was really tough because my dad had not a lot of money, and I'm being the eldest in the family, so kind of like kicked out there and. You know, do your thing. So my mom pawned the gold that she has for the, from the dowry, and then she sent me for three different certifications: aerobics instructor certification, yoga instructor certification, as well as the country line dancing instructor cert. And because of these three exposure and experience I have, I started teaching and working part time to pay for my own education, my book uh, fees, and also to put uh, food on the table. At the age of 18, I suddenly had a realization. It's like, how can I work three days a week because I'm still in school, but I'm having more exams, right? So how can I work less and multiply my income? So I started to put together a group of instructors to um, supply them for corporate organizations, for events, so that within a single hour, I could make more. So that's that was kind of like my first taste of entrepreneurship. Then in 2006, I join Miss Singapore. Yeah. One of the reasons why spurt, why it spurred me to join Miss Singapore was because, you know, I was heavily bullied in school because of my looks as well as um, my poverty. I mean, kind of the, the place I was at um, in Singapore where, you know, the girls who bully me in school, they will pull one day, I'm like running around in the yard and then they will come up to me and then, you know, they'll corner me and one of them will pull open my shirt, exposing my bra. And then they're like, Oh, you're wearing the same bra? Oh, you mean 
your your bag is always the same. They'll always be laughing at me, saying things to me, but because I cannot change my bag, so often just like them, or I don't own such good material stuff just like them. So I'm always the outcast. So I by joining Miss Singapore, it gave me a whole total experience uh, that really breaks through my life and helped me to gain uh, kind of exposure that I've never thought of or dreamt of. Um, during the beauty pageant, I learned how to you know do deportment, grooming, carry myself throughout just not in just single country, but an international stage on a world stage where we had like 90 over delegates and that really gave me a lot of exposure. Three things I learned, I learned how to build my brand, I learned how to continuously share my message and last but not least, how can I work as a team regardless of where you're at, whether we speak the same language or not. Subsequently, I took on image consulting, my clientele's grew from just normal clientele to politicians, um, decision makers, as well as CEOs of companies. By 2012, I will not say I was bored, but I was just like going through that phase of like, if I work, I get paid. If I work, I get paid. If I don't work, I don't get paid. So I was working by the hour, right? And I asked myself, how can I go from offline to online? How can I multiply my time? So that was a hard question I asked and I invested in myself to spend about hundreds of thousands of dollars on courses, masterminds. And then by 2013, I made $100,000 in three months. And then in 12 months, I crossed my first million. And that was how it was. Um, I got started. With the first part of gold, yeah. With the first part of gold, I invested and started a cafe retail chain. Uh, with my partners, we started from scratch. We we were in three countries. We built from Singapore, Malaysia to Indonesia. We have 18 franchises and licensees. Uh, after five years, we exited to the public listed company. During this time, I was doing so rich woman moonlighting because I my heart, even though I was I was excited about business, I have my success, I have the money, but. Something in my soul was just not aligned. I knew that I was meant for something bigger and was called to do something for the women as per what I was doing before. So I started to do webinars during that period of time. I started to share when I was based in Indonesia, running the franchise business, running the whole cafe retail chain. I do webinar every single Wednesday. It was called Webinar Wednesday. So it was like Wednesday and I was doing it. I turned on my webcam and I use Google Hangouts and some webinar software, but nobody watched so it was like zero viewership so I mastered the F word funnels and Facebook ads and that really helped me to continue to build on the online momentum to gain traction from zero to the first hundred to the first 1000 viewers and the rest is history so in 2015 I rebranded the whole platform into Soul Rich Woman before that it was another name and um, that really kind of like uh, took, took off and we really focused and niche to only helping women who wants to go from offline to online. Like you said, who wants to get more clients, get more recognition as a brand online, especially pushing this movement, which is you're just an F word away. For women who love the F word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. Wow. So have you met any of those girls who bullied you in the playground uh, since you've been... You know, you know, high high profile success that you've had. Have you have you spoken to any of them? In fact, they were still bitching about me in some Facebook groups. Um, I had they didn't know that I have some very very good friends whom they have added into the Facebook groups, and then you know they posted stuff, and my friend screenshot everything that they wrote, and then they sent uh, and she sent it to me. 
And she was like, you may want to keep this and take a look at this. So I said, oh, it's okay, you know. I mean, if I really want to be nasty, I could go by revenge, by revenge, you know, kind of method. But to me, I've learned to really just put negativity out of the way and really focus on the positive. But do you think... Do you think in some ways, I mean, it's a horrible, horrible thing to go through as a, a child as you did. Uh, do you think that, you know, it's been a, a significant sort of factor in your success in driving you forward to overcome that adversity? Definitely. I still remember I was teaching aerobics um, in a class of 20 women um, and, and, and I was teaching. And then after the class, this lady came up to me. How old are you, girl? I'm like um, 16. Auntie, I'm 16 years old. 16? What can you teach me? You're so young. You're too young to teach. And then she walked away. Mm. And then I went home. I went home and I cried to my mom. I said, oh my God, mom, you know what? Someone, someone actually said that I'm not qualified. I'm too young. I can't do this. And then I said, I'm not going to teach anymore. I'm not going to work anymore. You know, I'm just going to give up. And my mom said this, you know, you define your future. Your destiny is already written in the stars. How you want to conquer your life is how you want to take action and you know when you fall is how you stand up again and rise again so because of my mom's advice I mean I took it quite seriously and I always when I fall I always tell myself to get up and continue to rise up and keep walking and just talking that sort of you know falls you mentioned in the bio that you shared with me that you at one point you had a six-figure debt and I just kind of intrigued how you how you know how you overcame the feelings that are associated with with being in debt to then you know see that as an obstacle and uh, overcome that obstacle wow well being six figure debt is not funny i mean it's not funny and not easy i would say mm. i think also being a bankrupt uh, then also is also not easy i think the, this whole situation taught me only one thing is that you know we it, it, my business did not fail in terms of that it was more like a personal thing and then you know you didn't really sign a contract for the business and the, it became a liability for yourself as a person so I think for me it, of course I was suicidal I was depressed I mean I went through the whole shit thing but the community therefore is very important and really your inner circle the people whom you trust your masterminds are really people who are very very important the support system is very very important and that's why I've learned to build a community as well for my women right now which is called soul rich woman s-o-u-l which is the soul rich r-i-c-h so it can means the money and also means your richness within yourself and then woman so this whole this whole process and this whole journey allowed me to have greater depth and empathy for the women that's around me because i've cleared all these situations mm, yeah it's it's it, it is. It's wonderful hearing your story, and you know, and, and appreciating you know because you've been through these experiences. You you can then you can then share with others with uh, you know so much more authenticity and that that learning actually when we are down it can be so valuable, can't it? To to um, help us to move forward, and um, but we may not necessarily at the time see the see the the value in it until we look back. Yes, that's right. Um, so you kind of, kind of appreciate sometimes when you look back and see those uh, those situations. It was almost as though they were meant to happen because they then help you to uh, to move forward with a, a much more sound footing. Um, so, t- so Soul Ridge Woman now it's in- it's incredible. We've just got about three minutes till commercial break. You know, you are 
in that period of time since sort of 2015, you're now impacting so many different women through what you offer. Just tell us a little bit about what Soul Rich Woman, you know, what it is. Um, that might be so basically helpful. so basically we help women to go from offline to online and we are in seven countries we work with local partners to help women to basically do just that so what does it mean to go from offline to online first do you want to get clients online two do you want to get your brand recognition online three do you want to get your online reputation really online that means if you were to google yourself Let's say someone meet you and then they say, okay, I want to know whether I can trust you, like you, or find you more credible to collaborate or network with you more. When I search you, what exactly is can be found? Is it relevant? Is it something, can you be actually found online or not? So these are some of the pieces that we help women to do just that. Whether is it for personal or is it for business, whether you are a um, depending on which type of businesses you are, it doesn't matter who you are. As long as you want to go from offline to online, definitely So Rich Woman can help you with our um, programs and our mentorship programs as well as our community as in Southeast Asia. Mm, and, and you've done all of that in four years plus all of the, the thinking because um, I look at the look at the web, beautiful website that you have and uh, you know the different products that you offer and you're in seven countries must have taken a lot of energy to make that happen. Well, I lived out of a suitcase, Chris. Literally <laughs> three weeks I was in Vietnam. And then one week I'll come back to Singapore, turn around and then meet some of my clients. And then I'll fly out again to Malaysia three weeks and then come back to Singapore, turn around, go to Thailand three weeks out and then go back to, let's say, um, uh, 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 the Philippines. So I kind of like was on... Uh, living off my suitcase, uh, literally traveling, working with local partners and on the ground because I really believe you want to build a community besides being online, which is a facilitator because um, like Philippines is huge, right? I mean, people, when they travel, they can't really travel to attend a course. The online part facilitates them to learn from you and to grow their own business. But the offline part creates the connection with the local partners who knows the community and their neighbors much better than you. So by working with these partners, they can actually uh, disseminate the information and do the outreach so much better than uh, than you. And with that, I really believe that alone you are strong. Together we are unstoppable. Love it. Great. Well, on that note, we're going to go to commercial break. We'll be, after the break, we'll find out a little bit more about you know some of the challenges for women in Asia. I'd like to find out a bit more about the the F word and you know how we how we build the confidence to um, make the the kind of step that we from our current uh, situation that we're in right now to um, you know, really significant success online. So be back with you again with Janisha in just a couple of minutes. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high-potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high-return group mentoring and mastermind program called the Achiever Program, one-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America 
is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America, America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into the Business Elevation Show with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to chris at chriscooper.co.uk. That's chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Now back to Chris Cooper. Hi, Chris Cooper here. I'm with Janisha Lura. We're talking about empowering women in business. And and Janisha, we're just having a chat with during the break and I. We're, we're sort of discussing... Um, the current model of her business. And I think it's quite interesting looking at Janisha's sort of history, you know, lots of energy and uh, as a 14-year-old, learning to do lots of classes, getting bullied at school, um, overcoming adversity, and then Miss Singapore where um, um, Janisha kind of learned about brand, personal brand building and then going into image consultancy and then cafe retailing. And, and I think we were discussing the link with cafe retailing in her current business, which is, is one of licensing. Uh, and that journey. So, you, you, Janish, do you want to just tell us a little bit about how your business is structured? Because you've got licensees in different markets. Isn't that yeah, right? Yes. So, the local partners whom we work with are, I always believe I work with small agreements. So, even though they are licensees, um, they take our brand, you know, they can be in different parts of the world. Uh, you can, we, we, I really believe in small agreements. So, the licensing is not like a, usually like, you know, people say, oh, long term, it must be like five year contracts. No, no, no. Usually, we work on like one event and then maybe two events and then we see the how how are we working are, are we tangoing okay are we waltzing okay you know are we cha-chaing okay and then we move on to the next one because I really I think personal development is a very big thing for me and of course marrying my business knowledge as well I think these two really comes uh, together hand in hand so licensing is a great way that women can uh, really grow in terms of business being in the business part of so rich women and of course another part of the business part is becoming our affiliate you know um, you know promoting our programs and then earning some uh, uh, commissions from it as well you know I think that that is also great and then that means you don't need to have a business to even get started. You can just leverage on us and also earn an income. So that's what what we do as well. So these are some of the ways that women can make money. In fact, some of our um, leaders who have joined us, who are my clients, in fact, um, they have been with us for like four or five years. And then they started to talk about, they share about how uh, so rich women has transformed their lives or transformed their business and then they share those links and then you know when people actually purchase or do join so rich women in our even our lowest tier membership which is only $12 a month you know they still get a little small tiny um, commission to thank them for their effort yeah so that's how we really want to empower women as well uh, not just only 
doing their own business, but meanwhile creating multiple sources of income with So Rich Women as well. Wow, it's incredibly, incredibly smart and must be wonderful some of those case studies that you hear from people about how, you know, how your work has transformed their lives because that's, the, you know, that's the ultimate purpose, isn't it? Yeah, in fact, there's plenty. Um, I have one whom is a 20 years executive secretary for um, who is serving CEOs of companies and then she quit her job about three years ago and she was going nowhere. She was calling herself personal branding coach because we, we help women to go from offline to online to work on their branding, right? I mean, to get known. But when she came to us, she, you know, she was not having a lot of clients. So we had to work on her superpower. So in the end, she, she is passionate about writing. So, okay, we help her to say, okay, you are now a content marketing coach, not so much a personal branding coach, but because she was arguing that because she built website, she, she does all the digital stuff, so she is considered a personal branding coach. But I say it's too broad. Nowadays, online is very noisy. If at an instant, at, at within 10 seconds in a glance, I can't even know or understand what you do, bye, you know, it's like gone. So we help her to narrow down to her superpower, which is to be able to write the 10 different things. So let's say if you have a product that you want to launch, she will be able to have her own way to write it in 10 different ways to help you to launch your product or your service, especially for a female entrepreneur. And then after doing this part of the discovery, she jumped in, started to post online uh, her new messaging, her new um, kind of headlines, what exactly she's doing. Within 11 days, she makes $7,360, never before in her three years as a business owner. <laughs> that must be a yeah, wonderful, wonderful feeling for her and uh, uh, that she can do that in just 11, 11 days. And it's... it's um, Culturally, in Asia, are there bigger you know challenges for women in terms of you know sort of norms around um, you know maybe you know the woman staying at home and <laughs> and uh, you know the, the husband okay, being. I, out I don't know if you, you I don't know if you've seen this comic strip before. Um, basically, there is like a uh, a race track, okay, so like eight hundred meter race track, and then there are men in corporate attires on the race track at the start line, all kneel down, ready to get ready to get set and go, right? And then there are women also on the other side, so three women and three men. In front of the men, there were nothing. The track was beautifully empty. While in front of the women, there is a washing machine. There are like kids' clothes hanging on the rope, and then there is like computer classes, piano classes, and things in front of the women on the racetrack. So what does this mean? In I don't think just only in Asia. I think in the world, a lot of women have a lot of things ahead of us, in front of us, right? We always put our family first, our, our children first, our, our husbands first, and become we put ourselves last. But if you sit in a cultural context in Asia or Southeast Asia, I will say this. Culturally, we are all very different animals in Southeast Asia. When I travel between only one out of five in Malaysia, the companies are owned by women. And in, in Vietnam, even in Ho Chi Minh versus Hanoi, it's two different animals, two different groups of people. Because uh, the female entrepreneurs in Ho Chi Minh are more active, they're already ready to go. Whereas women in Hanoi, they are more reserved. It's a stigma for them to even do business. Which means to say, if I were to go there as so rich woman with my local partners and encourage entrepreneurship, zero people will sign up. So if you tell them, side hustle, three hours after working, 
possibly to get signups and women to join your group because of that. So their their ideology is to have married, get married, have kids, and then just do the cycle. And if you were to become an entrepreneur full time, you have been stigmatized or you are not filial, seen as filial towards the family. So these are things that culturally it's hard to break. I would say definitely with public figures and more celebrities stepping up and more women who are relatable stepping up to um, being seen on social media and online, I think that will definitely change and break the the mold. Like even for Philippines, um, women there are, they are ready and very fertile for female entrepreneurship, super. But they are doing a lot of buying and selling. That means they buy low, they sell high, they put in marketplaces, they're online. Not realizing that they need to differentiate, not realizing that they can't always sell to friends. So they need to know how to differentiate and do branding. So over there, when we work with partners, we look into that aspect of the business. So really in different parts of the world, there's just different pieces that we need to put together, especially when the e-commerce giant Alibaba has invested in Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand, into our logistics and everything else, the infrastructure of being online. Southeast Asia is a rising platform for businesses to grow. So definitely a huge market. And that's why we want to focus in Southeast Asia and now sharing with the world through you and your show, Chris, through your audience um, to really share with people what we are doing and, you know, welcome you to Southeast Asia. Excellent. Is that your that's your intention then? Is it to to focus in Southeast Asia? I mean, we've got we'll have a lot of people at the moment li- listening in from the United States and Europe uh, and other places around the world. Um, can can they um, you know learn and get involved with your community as well? Even though it's at the moment very Southeast Asia biased. In fact, the we are in fifteen countries. If you're talking about online, we have we do have women from the United States who are within our community as well. Generally, we are using the methodology which we have come up with is called the Soul Rich Woman Blueprint. By using this step by step process, we help women to go from offline to online. So uh, you are saying that is it um, biased towards Southeast Asia? I would say it's not, but we do take culture into consideration. Say for example, um, women who are I mean, women who are seen, like in Asia, we are more reserved. We are taught in school to go left. Teachers say go, the teacher says go to the left. We will go to the left. Teachers say go to the right. We'll go to the right. We are not as vocal. We, we don't tend to compliment as much. We don't really voice our opinions or thoughts as much as the other counterparts of the rest of the world. So I think culturally, there are things that we need to facilitate to help the women to be able to step out of the comfort zone more so than um, you said your, your listeners who are in, service, uh, in, uh, in US or in, in Europe, they're listening in, how can they get involved, right? So yeah, it's just that the process is we, we will facilitate more for them to you know be more vocal, to be more courageous. But generally, I think, like I said, the race track, the running track, the women, generally the issues are pretty much the same. There's always a washing machine. There's always like, you know, clothes hanging in front, the kids. and There's always other things that we always are looking at. So in a nutshell, just, just remember this. When a woman changes her life, her entire community benefits. And that's why it's a movement, a movement of the effort. So anybody, any woman can join us as long as you want to go online. I think it's wonderful. I think my, you know, my, my word, word bias there was slightly unfair because I think you know, four, <laughs> for, in four years you've, um, you, you've started in that hub, haven't you, and you've grown it to now 15 countries. And actually there's no reason why um, you, that, you know, that's not going to continue to develop and grow. 
Um, so I, you know, I think there might be there might be a, um, a time where um, Soul Rich Woman is uh, is completely global, which will be exciting, wouldn't it? Yeah, of course, definitely. And bespoke to the different markets, and what a wonderful community with um, being so cross cultural as well. Um, so I wonder how do you how do you encourage women? You, you, this, that analogy with the racetrack there, with the washing machines and the, the clothes on the line, and you know how do you encourage women to really really dream big if they if they you know have been in these sort of cultures that maybe you know try and hold them in place really create a community that says that a woman that women are willing to help women there's skepticism in women that um okay i don't believe that another woman will help another woman somehow there's this whole thing going on so we are very focused as so rich women we create our events for women only and then uh, it's a safe heaven for women to come together to share their thoughts and their feelings and real situations behind the doors where they are sisters and supporting them. So by allowing this space, it allows the women to be able to get out of their, I would say, their noisy zones, which is like their family or their people who put them down, you know, and a safe heaven where we are like-minded, positive vibes where we're all vibrating at the same energy. And even though we may not be at the same level, but we can, because of our differences and in the energy of the high and the lows, we can actually equalize it out or even lift another woman up. So it's always uplifting women to the next level and encouraging women by kicking their ass to stop looking at information rather to take action for implementation. Excellent. So excellent. I think you know, being part of these kinds of communities uh, you talk about kicking their ass. You know, it's about some of it's about accountability. I think. I think that sounds like that's what you're providing, mentor as well as mentorship. Yeah, accountability, mentorship, and also a safe place. They know that that is uh, besides home. There's another place where it's safe for them to be who they are. Because a lot of um, women, they have a wall. There's this wall in front of them because they know that they have to be strong for the husband. They have to be strong for the family. Just like how I was before, right? I have to be strong for, strong for everybody, right? So I become that person. And then that smile, it, there's a smile always in front. But behind there's sadness, there's depression, there's things going on. So I really believe that emotional health is equally important as financial health. And that's why being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence the f word gels as a whole yeah see that see that really well it's very very important isn't it mm. um what what key tips we've just got about four minutes i think till commercial break but when you're advising people about being successful online what um what are you what tips you're giving to your women to really um be effective with their presence first thing be consistent this is the baseline of all online things that you put out right now if the first thing if you don't even have consistency then you will not be even be seen so don't even think about trying just do it to stay, uh, stay memorable i think that's very important a lot of people are just posting random stuff really ask yourself this question if you are a business owner and you want to be seen you want to be heard what exactly do you want to be known for um, in the next one year Right, So I have a stay-at-home mom who has been stay-at-home mom for 10 years. In two months, she joined So Rich Woman. And then she, because of her stay-at-home skill set as a chef cooking for a family of seven, she managed to do up her own um, 
chili paste. I don't even know. You know what's chili paste? Yeah. Like ketchup paste, yeah. chili paste. Yep. Kind of a chili paste where she sold it online. And in two months, her income was four figures every month. Wow. Because yeah. she was able to find the message and find the right customer. Because sell to everybody, sell to nobody, speak to one, speak to many, stay consistent. Yeah, yeah, like like it. That's very very easy to very easy to remember. So be consistent, stay memorable. I'm sorry, I missed the third one. Was sell to everybody, sell to nobody, speak to one, speak to many. Speak to one, speak to many. I, I love these. Um, these, these little phrases that I, I, I can sort of sensing here that you've got your own culture that you've really developed within Soul Rich Woman. You've got uh, there's a language that you've created, which is very engaging. Yeah, I, we have four core values. Yeah. Our first value is no gossiping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because no gossiping and no judgment, because you never walk a mile in another person's shoes. You never know what happened in their life. Yeah, this is the truth. Two, we ask clarifying questions. That means we don't assume because assumptions is the mother of all screw-ups. Three, we actually play win-win, meaning that you win, I win. Four, we play, we, we play leverage. That means like if you join Soulrich Woman, you can leverage on us and then you know to go further in your business and your life. Very, very nice. Very nice. That's very clear, isn't it? I'm very consistent. That no gossiping must be quite quite challenging <laughs> from time to time. From uh, from uh, certainly over in over in this this country. I, I think um, it's I, not I, about. Oh, yeah, so come. I, I think it's not just difficult or easy. It's not a matter of that. It's more of a matter of your principle and setting it right at the start, at the core of the leadership team. When you set it right and then you kind of like build it together with your team, it is it will grow. It will definitely grow. I think so. so my, my work is very much about culture and building engaged workplaces, places that people just love to love to be uh, and uh, turning companies into being very people centric. And, you know, for me, I really get that that um, point there about no no gossiping. It's a principle that I have and I, and I don't entertain getting involved in it uh, myself. Um and and it is it is it is important to have those kinds of principles to align people behind and um yeah, i think i think it's great i'm i'm also starting to wonder now i think i think you should perhaps consider having a soul rich man at some point i'm sure they, um, <laughs> there are, there are some of us around who uh, who who would um fit well into that culture i think so i'm just going to go to commercial break now we'll be back again in just a couple of minutes From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high return group mentoring and mastermind program called the Achiever Program. One-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. 
Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into the Business Elevation Show with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to chris at chriscooper.co.uk. That's chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Now back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper. We're talking about empowering women in business. And we've we've been listening to this uh, wonderful story of Janisha Allura and her life and her journey uh, and also Soul Rich Woman, and you know that is is growing enormously in Southeast Asia, and now um, you know more and more countries are getting involved in it. And uh, Janisa has been using a licensing model that she learned from her cafe retailing experience. And there's all these lovely um, sort of phrases like the the F word and uh, lovely sets of values and the ways that. Um, uh, that you kind of behave like no gossiping, no judgment, win-win, leverage. And I'm lo- loving all of this. It's, um, it, it sounds like you're creating an amazing kind of culture within this organization that is helping lots of, lots of women to, to become more and more empowered and, and be successful. And, and I'm interested, Janisha, you've been through a lot through your journey. And I, I know when I talk to I'm successful people on this show and, and I've had the fortune of talking to so many over the years. And one of the things that seems to be important uh, for, for, uh, for people is to have some really exceptional daily rituals because you've achieved a lot in, in a short period of time. And I just, you know, does this come naturally to you or do you have to work at it day in, day out? It is a conscious effort, uh, Chris. It's never by chance. I think your intention will amplify whatever you set your mind on. So definitely focusing on that intention is will actually activate your day. So what I do um, every single day, I will have like the attitudes of wealth, you know, the attitudes about, you know, being a um, uh, money manager, you know, winning the money game and then um, how to care for myself and all these parts that we always do. So just one very classic example is to give thanks at the end of the everyday. I know it's very cliche, but it's so true because sometimes we tend to be very harsh on ourselves because I'm a leader. So I tend to be like, you know, I'm not good enough. You know, I tend to want to say things like, I could have done better at this, you know. So instead of saying that, I will tell myself, you know, what have I done well? To the little things, I compliment my staff, you know, compliment my team, work together. I do well with my uh, team members and that's how I kind of like wrap my day. And as I start my day, before I start to get busy with my to-do list, which I feel that a lot of people do it wrongly. Like, I mean, maybe your practice is just different from mine. I mean, just feel that when you just keep looking at your to-do list, it it just gets you stressed. So I always tell myself the top priority and objective I want to achieve. So for example, like this weekend, I'm supposed to finish my slides for the talk I'm having coming up with Kim Kiyosaki. So um, I tell myself my objective is to finish up my slides and I must know the flow. So I don't really go into the nitty gritty to kind of stress my mind, but at least I set the intention. I must complete like, you know, how many slides. And then from there, I look at my to-do list. Okay, here is, I need to create how many slides, how many sales slides, how many, um, you know, 
uh, points I'm going to talk about and, and then I, I go on and so forth. So this really setting intention and then what do I want to achieve uh, at the end of the day, I think it really helps me. And then the last but not least is the one that really I feel that it's really filling my cup. That means I learned how to unlearn in order to relearn. There are days where my cup is full and I know that I can no longer fill any more things up. So I will literally take a break and I will go for my long walks. I love to do long walks like an hour 30 minutes to an hour and I live near the beach so I walk um, along the east coast side of the beach and then I will just you know just release my mind and just go for that um, don't, I don't even think I just leave my mind blank and just leave my uh, my mind just you know flowing so that I can just breathe a little before coming back to connect again and be present I think this is something that I've learned as well as a person and in this uh, very powerful course that's taught me so much in 2003, it's called Money and You, M-O-N-E-Y, Money and A-N-D-U, Y-O-U. Money and You has taught me how to be present. I learned how to be present in my own world, in, in the world that I'm, I am, and then be, um, be a, a person that really can contribute to, to what I have set my purpose. So as long as I have a pulse, I have a purpose. Fantastic. I think... Uh what, what I love about that is, is the, I, I certainly know myself that I, I am much more on it and much more productive if I take the time to, you know, maybe to journal and, and answer, ask a few questions like, you know, like you ask yourself at the beginning of the day and then, and then reflect and also take, you know, take time out to go for a walk and, or, or, or run or whatever you, you do, because your mind then, you know, creativity maybe flows and you, you, you release your stresses and things like that. But that actually in itself, when you are a busy person, it's it requires quite a bit of discipline to actually do it. But I know when that discipline's in place that um, you know that my world is so much better. And I listen to that question that you you know you you ask yourself, but you know you ask yourself what's gone well at the end of the day and and you talk about being present. For me, uh, probably the most powerful question I ask myself at the end of the day is is what have I witnessed today? And you know, all sorts of little nuances come out of the day, which I, you know, little bits of inspiration. There'll be some from this interview with you today, Janisha. Uh, there'll be some things that I, I did that I feel proud of. And there'll be some things my kids said, which uh, inspired me. And just taking the time to be present to all of that and suddenly realize that that day where you, where you were a bit overflowing, actually, there was some beauty in it and there was some, there was some value in it. Um, but I think that, that discipline is so important. Yeah, I agree with that. So when you look back on your life now, what would you tell the 14-year-old yoga, aerobics, and line dancing instructor who was bullied at school? Go kick some ass. (laughs) Kick them earlier. Yeah, I mean, like being 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 Asian. I mean, it, I mean, I didn't know how to stand up to my bullies. Let's put it this way, and I just accepted um, being outcast, right? And but well, because I mean, of course, I, to to a certain extent, uh, I did do my own inner work, inner healing work eventually. Um, but that def, that definitely caused some scars within my my soul, right? But as like I said, as we grow, 
you look back and then you just want to like you know improve your life and as we clear our life is like a box of tissue papers as even though we do a lot of healing work personal development work the life just just you just keep clearing different layers of your life of your past of your trauma your history and then you just become a better person and having the empathy and the depth as a conscious individual to really help more people so that's where i'm at that's, a, that's fantastic. Um, I'm going to just, um, yeah, I'm just going to uh, ask you a question. And I'm going to let you answer it. I'm going to let my dog out. For some reason, he's got locked in a room and he's going going nuts next door. <laughs> so, <laughs> Can he smell my cat from my, from uh, Singapore? <laughs> so he's a lovely, big, gentle thing. And he's for something. I'm just joking. I think he probably can't get to me. So maybe, maybe it is. Yeah, he just, he just loves to chase cats around. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Um, I'm sort of interested in terms of where, you know, what your, what your vision is for Soul Rich Woman going forward now. I hope to grow it to 20 countries and, of course, more. In fact, we want to empower 1 million women to go from offline to online. Um, we there, Podcasting is, for example, podcasting is an online platform that I think a lot of women are uh, have not um, gone into yet, especially in Southeast Asia. It's really, uh, it's picking up. It's just just only picking up. And so uh, one of the initiatives we're launching in 2020, which is now what I'm doing, um, is to run an Asian women podcast, like a platform for women to kind of like get together and connect with each other, to support each other, to go online um, at a more global scale. So that's one thing that uh, we are doing as well. Fantastic. And my dog, Barney, sends his apologies. Um, <laughs> um, what, what, um, what, what would you like to say to men? You know, you've been through this experience and you're helping so many women and, you know, you're empowering them. And, uh, and I just wonder how would you, you know, what, what messages do you have for men from about how we should maybe, you know, view women uh, moving I forward? I think my message to men are exactly the same message that I say to the women is to really stay confident and, you know, even let's say if you're in a relationship with, uh, you know, someone you love and I would say communication is very important. I mean, for me, when I do my business, I work with business partners. I'm not alone. So I understand how is it to work with men and I find that communication is key to success and there is a difference between quarrels and then ending it in disgust and hate versus quarrels or arguments ending in resolution. I really believe in resolution. That means at the end of the whole thing, what is the objective and outcome of it? And then that's, I think that's one thing. The other thing will be women doesn't need you to fix everything. Yeah, sometimes we women, when we want to have a space to talk, just maybe give us an hour, you know, or two hours or maybe four hours, you know, to <laughs> to listen to us talk, you know, but we don't need your solution. We just want someone to talk to. Yeah, I think these are the two things I've learned, being, having partners who are men. And of course, I'm a woman. So we kind of balance each other out when we know the principles of um business and principles of relationship the last piece i want to say if you're in a, if you're in a relationship with someone you love okay like just like robert kiyosaki and kim kiyosaki grand cardone and elena cardone whom i've interviewed both wives i've interviewed kim i've interviewed elena both tell me that there are no power struggles in a relationship because they allow each other to do what they do best in their business 
So Kim loves the business part. Robert loves the stage and the visionary part, right? So each of them plays a different part. And then for Elena, she she supports Grant Cardone in um, kind of like in his business. He loves to be on stage and then she is like kind of supporting him, taking care of the entire family, the PR part of the business. So really it's all about understanding each other's roles. And then I asked a very interesting question. I don't know. I mean, I think I would like to share this. I said, you know, what happens if Grand, Grand Cardone comes back very angry? How will you, you know, handle that? She, just, she said, oh, I'll just let him cool off first <laughs> and then talk to him later. Because no point want to, you want to clash with another person when he's, he's bring sometimes he do bring his work home, right? You just need to understand your partner. So it's a kind of like a give and take kind of thing. And you must be willing to put in the sacrifice together as a, as a partner uh, in a win-win situation so that, you know, you avoid, um, you, don't, uh, you don't avoid more of like you don't miscommunicate and you stay in that relationship powerfully strong. There's some wonderful words of uh, wisdom in there. Uh, I think uh, very, 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 very important. I'm interested you know, that women don't need you to fix things. Is, is it worthwhile just just um, actually saying to a woman and having having the sort of co- that sort of conversation when they come in, they want to talk and say, you know, do, do you want solutions or would you just like me to listen? Or just to just to not try and give solutions, just listen. First, take a moment, take a deep breath first, and ask yourself: Are you coming from a space of support, or are you are, are you coming from a space of um, condescend? Uh, how do you say this? Like a like a look down. So because I have had guy friends whom, when they talk to their wives, they 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 they, they come from a space not of support, but kind of like you know, like irritated, like, you know, why, why do you need to do this again? That kind mm. of uh, space. So just be aware of that and then present that question. I believe that if women are very intuitive creatures, we can feel from the men <laughs> what exactly you're thinking. I mean, not just joking, but anyway. Yeah, so so basically we, um, you can ask the question, would you like a solution or not? If not, just 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 listen, you know, let, let us your ears for a couple of hours. I think that will be fine. Excellent. Well, thank you for that <laughs> advice. I shall, uh, I shall practice and, and, that. And then a kiss and a hug will be good as well after that. Thank you. So what final messages would you like to leave us with? We've just got a couple of minutes. Well, I, I want to encourage all the women out there, especially you who's tuning in. Nothing is by chance. Step out of the comfort zone. Go towards the dreams that you've always wanted to achieve. One of the biggest visionary I've met, Gary Vaynerchuk, in his interview, he shared with me that, you know, go to an elderly home, and look into the eyes of the elderly. Do you see joy? Do you see hatred? Do you see sadness? Do you see happiness? Which of the emotions would you like to see in your own eyes if you were at the elderly's home or if ever you were there? So choose and decide your life. You only live once. Live life with no regrets. Beautiful way to end. Well, I've loved the conversation today. I think uh, I've got a number of things to reflect on myself when I... I I identify tonight what I've witnessed today, and uh, I think you know it's a it's a lovely story about your life and the way that you have uh, really you know stepped up and learnt from when you've been you've been kind of down and how you've got a a real clear purpose for a, a real clear uh, niche and how you're you're helping people. And it was lovely to hear some of the ways that um, you know you recommend people to have success online. Uh, and I think some of your daily rituals are very very valuable for people too. Um, and it's just great to hear about your success. I'm excited to see how this uh, continues to, to grow and, and develop. So, you know, thank you very much for being on the show today. I really yeah. appreciate it. 
there are two downloads on my website that I would love to give it to give it to you. First is yeah. my seven steps to personal branding that I wrote many years ago and it's free for download. Okay, um, I want to empower more women like yourself or a, a guy like you to, uh, you know, to really uh, improve a personal brand. So go check it out. It's at soulrichwoman.com. S O U L. R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com. The other download is how do you delegate 80% of your to-do list to your assistant so that you can help um, get your assistant to help you to make more money and so that you can function in your zone of genius, okay? So go get that download as well. I hope they can help you um, in your business to scale your business because I always get asked this question. Yeah, how can I grow my business? So this is how you can do grow business, delegation. Fantastic. Great. So please go to that. Go to www.soulrichwoman.com and download seven steps to personal branding and how do you get 80% of your to-do list uh, done by your assistant. I think that's um, very helpful. I shall be going and accessing those. Um, So on next week's show, we have Christopher O'Donnell. He's the senior vice president at HubSpot. Um, He's uh, a genius at creating technical products. Uh, He's also a musician. He's recorded many albums as well. Um, so um, do do join us when we talk about leading and building creative teams. And no doubt, with my interest in music, we'll be talking a little bit about uh, about music and the parallels too with um, with being a, a bit of a genius um, when it comes to uh, technical technical work and leading and building creative teams. So once again, a huge thank you to Janisha Allura. Please, if you've got any questions, any comments, do send them through to me at chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Uh, and uh, I'll also be sure to, to pass any interesting, you know, positive feed, any feedback to Janisha as well. So once again, thank you for listening and thank you, Janisha. We thank you for listening to the Chris Cooper Business Elevation Show. Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more.